0: Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in, wherever you might be, whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming us online, 106.9thefan.com on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or on our podcast if you're listening to us after the fact uh, instead of when this is actually in real time happening. But uh, appreciate you wherever you may be. Uh, Always love to get your uh, conversations, uh, your thoughts, your questions. Very busy day in sports with a trade deadline in the NBA, which came and went, and the Jazz were active they did make some moves well I should, uh, should say they made a move um, but uh, a lot of other teams also engaged in in trades what does this do for so what does it do for the Utah Jazz and the move that they made how does it affect the Western Conference race and uh, just generally speaking who were some of the bigger names that will be wearing different jerseys? coming up here very very soon and some big names did not move even though there was a lot of speculation that they might so we'll even update on all that a quick rundown uh nit games going on tonight involving the mountain west conference both colorado state and boise state involved in their games one's at five one's at seven those games are on espn taking place in the dallas area down in texas um And kind of exciting, you know, we're going to be doing our pick six on Thursday, we always do that, but uh, we'll also be having some interesting guests here in studio. We had a great time yesterday talking about the Logan Stampede, and uh, they've got their first home game coming up, not this Saturday, but next, at Ridgeline High School, so that'll be fun to see how their season goes. Uh, But we're going to be talking about another sport that's currently in season, coming up next hour, and that's lacrosse. Uh, both Green Canyon and Logan lacrosse coaches will be here in studio with us to talk about their young seasons and how they are preparing for uh, region play which is just getting underway and this is a this is a fully sanctioned sport now it's a young sport that did not have an opportunity to have a season a year ago so uh, really interested to see how they uh, how they're progressing now and what happened a year ago, how they dealt with the past year. So that should be a lot of fun coming up next hour, uh, talking about uh, Green Canyon and Logan lacrosse. And uh, speaking of other future guests tomorrow, uh, talking about sanctioned sports, this is fun. Um, There's another potentially new sanctioned sport on the horizon, and that's boys' volleyball. So there are some boys' volleyball teams in the area at high school level. And uh, one of them, they've got a game coming up this next week, so we'll have their coach joining us tomorrow to talk about their sport, becoming or their path to becoming a sanctioned sport. And uh, we are making some, um, uh, we were working on getting uh, water polo in here for this week, but because of scheduling uh, conflicts and whatnot, that'll actually happen next week. But again, that's another sport that's working on becoming a sanctioned Sport, So, a lot of fun things getting lined up here on the Full Court Press. Uh, and one of those is actually having Aj here in studio, and we appreciate that you on have graced us with your presence. Sorry, I'm late. I'm sorry. No, I was... I'm, I'm glad you're here, because having you here makes me very gruntled. I'm
2: glad I could gruntle you. You asked for it, so don't even give me that look of being ashamed. Don't. Don't. I'm not. I have – I'm glad you have not dismembered me. Proper use of term. And that I could gruntle you. I am happy to gruntle you. Hey, uh, 5374 texted early in this morning, Eric, uh, and asked, why is Donovan Mitchell not in the MVP conversation, especially with the way he last played in February and March? I think what I'm looking at Donovan, if he wants to be a part of that MVP conversation like a legit candidate – I would like to see, and he's great like in the third and fourth quarter. He's been great in February and March. I want to see more consistency from the start to now. And I'll, I don't feel like we had that Donovan Mitchell like midway through, but we're starting to kind of get him back. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more consistency. I, am I being too harsh?
1: Uh, no. Um, I, I wonder if Donovan Mitchell is the most valuable player in a jazz uniform. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. So and, that's saying, not a, that, and that's not a knock no, against no, no, Donovan no, no, no. Mitchell. Heavens,
2: oh, goodness gracious. No. So would you say Rudy is? And yes. if so, should Rudy be in the MVP conversation?
1: I think that Rudy Gobert, I think you can make a very strong case that he is more valuable to Utah's success great point. Then Donovan Mitchell. Then Donovan
2: Mitchell is. See, I remember I swear we had this conversation god, maybe a year ago during Summer Ball last in the bubble last year. That's weird to say. Um and I can not remember cuz I talked to a couple couple other people here and they said, "Well, Donovan is definitely not that guy. He is not the valuable player. It's Rudy Gobert." Uh someone else said, "Well, it's it's Donovan Mitchell." He's the playmaker. He's the play creator. It, it should be him. Um, I'm with you. I think it's Rudy Gobert. I think Rudy Gobert is a guy who has been kind of the stalwart of this team so far. You think about you know defensive possessions and and defensive rating with him on the court. It's 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 phenomenal. It's absolutely tremendous.
1: But but should uh, should Donovan Mitchell and, and for that matter Rudy Gobert be involved in those discussions? Gosh, they're the best team in the NBA. Why aren't they in those discussions? Not Donovan. But here's what Donovan has done. You talk about consistency, but here's what he has done over this last five games. Okay. Twenty-one points, five assists, two rebounds, and a steal. That was against Boston in a win. The loss at Washington, he scored forty-two points, two steals, six assists, four rebounds. And the victory over Toronto, thirty-one points, six assists, five boards, three steals. In the win over Chicago, 30 points, a steal, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. In the victory over Brooklyn uh, yesterday, uh, 27 points, 1 steal, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. He's he's not necessarily knocking on the door every night of a triple-double, but he's consistently getting solid numbers in assists and rebounds and doing other things too, like yeah. steals yeah. And, and block shots every now and then and i think that his defensive ability has improved but um it, what i've noticed is uh he seems to be getting more involved earlier in games whereas before he would wait till late in games to really start to turn it on and so uh, I, i'm sensing that he's trying to be more engaged earlier to Cat, set a tone yeah which is great, yeah. I think that's and, and I
2: love that about Donovan. Like, if he's gonna be able to do that, then great. And I think that you're like you but your steady of the ship comes from Rudy Gobert. Um, and again, all I mean, all credit to what uh, what Donovan's done and how he's improved. Because usually they say that um, like a rookie hits his wall, probably in year two, I think is what the rookie wall would be. Is that they, they, I mean, it's usually the the cliche would be in sports. The second year is always harder than the first year, and that Donovan sure. found that out pretty quickly. Years three, I felt like he was in a rut. Year four, I feel like he's learning and he's growing and he's getting better, and he's able to adjust a lot better too. Yes. So I think we're seeing Donovan start to expand himself in a lot of different ways offensively, but especially be better defensively in Quinn's system, which is really complex. And, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think he's getting better. I don't know if he's MVP conversation, but definitely trending upward.
1: Right, but if he's going to be in that, you know – 27 to 31 point range a night? Five boards, five assists a night? You're right. If he can be consistently yeah. like that, then maybe we should be having more of a conversation. You're right.
2: And I, and I think there has to be a like, per possession percentage. Like what is his ball on ball percentage while on the offensive side of the court? I mean, if it's heavy, then yeah, he should be in that, in that range. And if it's heavy and he's not in that range, then you have an issue. Then, then there needs to be some adjustments made.
1: Currently on the season, I gave you a snapshot of the last five games on yes. the season. Okay, twenty five and a half points a game. It's really a good. Steal a game. Okay, five and a half assists. A little more than four and a half rebounds. Do you have percentages there of shooting and such? Uh, Eighty three point six percent at the free throw line. Okay, thirty eight point four percent from three. Forty three percent from the field.
2: That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. That's gotta be near the upper echelon of not only the Western Conference but the league. I don't know how or where he'd be sitting in that regard, but it's gotta be up there. That's really good. Man, he's improved a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. Has. Because I feel like year three he hit or yeah, year three, he hit a major wall. Just I mean, just found himself in a rut, was trying to do too much, forced too much, um, wasn't trusting his guys. And I feel like we're we're past that now.
1: But uh, if we're going to talk about MVP, I mean, who would you put in the discussion? And uh, who, who is he competing against? Sure. No, good point. Good question. Uh
2: I, I think LeBron just took himself out. I think this whole month of I mean, he's they're saying that he may not be back until the 17th of April.
1: I don't know that it necessarily takes him out. You miss a month of basketball with these other guys playing. Right? And if they start if LA is dropping like a rock, yeah. he comes back and all of a sudden they start they winning start again. Climbing. It's like hook your making the case that he is it. So,
2: um, I mean, LeBron's still in it. Uh, I think Jokic is up there. Uh, I think Jill Embiid is definitely up there. He's been a
1: monster this year. James Harden? No. Why not? No. He's the best player on that Brooklyn team. Is he, though? Listening to Dan Patrick earlier this morning, uh, just blew me away. Frank okay. Isola was on. Yeah, I love Frank, too. He's a good guy. He has played... One less game than uh, Irving has. Okay. In a Nets jersey, you have to let that sink in for a second. He's played more games in a Nets jersey than Kevin Durant has. Yeah. And he was traded mid-season. Look, he had 17 assists just the other night. Uh, this is uh, as much as we have enjoyed bagging on the things that frustrate us about. So. But James Harden here's the thing is that we a really impactful player. We've
2: never had a player in league history, and this is true, we never had a player in league history be an MVP after being after leaving a former team midway through the season. That's never happened. But all of a sudden, I mean, he's he goes to the Nets and he's thriving, but he can't take a team like the Houston Rockets and go win. Now, if he's with Houston and they're winning, then we have a totally different conversation. He's probably at the top of my list. But he goes to a Nets team, and I know he's played more games than Durant and Kyrie. But he, Kyrie and Durant are still on that team. They still have a pretty good backup cast system as well. I, I can't, you can't fully sell me on Harden leaving midway through, being a part of this team. They're still winning, and and him being an MVP candidate. I I, I like Embiid. I like Jokic. Um, boy, I, I know it, I know it sounds berserk. But if if the Warriors do make the playoffs, Curry's gotta be on my list.
1: Really? What about uh what about Chris Paul? Yes. Oh, yes,
2: good one. Look what yes. Phoenix is doing yes, this absolutely. year. Absolutely. Yeah. Too much credit's being given to Devin Booker. Yeah, Chris Paul's my guy. I, oh yeah. Uh Damian Lillard. No? Yes.
1: Yeah. I think I, he should I be mean, part of the what discussion. I mean,
2: but what he's doing, yeah. He's uh Luka Doncic is on my list again.
3: Uh Dude, uh, Dallas is yeah, only I contending
2: mean, I, because of him. Yeah. That is the sole reason why, why Dallas True. is still in there. And by the way, the, the trade they got today, oh, they, got, they got a lot of help. They're going to be good. Dallas?
1: Yeah. I didn't see. What did they do?
2: So in the trade, oh, where'd you go? So now I got to go look for it because you had to ask me, huh? Son of a gun. I had it. I'll go look. I'll go find it. Um... By the way, speaking of trades, well, we'll get to that in a little bit too, but I've got a couple questions for you of what the heck was going on. I have so many questions for you, Eric, and I just need a logical explanation. <laughs> What's <laughs> going on in the NBA? Yeah, in, in regards to trades. I, I, I saw some of these trades, um, and they just made no sense, including one of our very own. Like, if, Dennis Lindsay, if that's the job Dennis Lindsay does, just give me the job. I'll do it too. I can do that. Grab it. A, grab a non-rotational guy who can shoot the basketball. I don't know where we're gonna fit you, but you're part of the Jazz now. Good for you. Um, it makes sense to me. Really? Are you? But you're a Jazz fandom. Like you got to put the Jazz fandom aside and quit being bi- biased and say, "Wait, does this make sense?"
1: I'm not. Mean, I'm look looking at their system, how they play, and how this guy fits into that system.
2: Cody, I'm using your Twitter account. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, the Marcus Aldridge has been officially bought out from the Spurs. Yes.
1: Holy uh, the crap. The Knicks are also going to waive their seven-footer, Vincent Poirier.
2: Who? Oh. Hey, did you see this Woj bomb? Well, specifically Utah Woj bomb?
1: About Alex Jensen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Alex Jensen is reportedly taking Dude. his name out of the running to be the head coach at the University of Utah. Uh, Woj is also reporting that uh, Johnny Bryant is still very much in the running. And let me make this very clear. According to my sources,
2: or as Chris Bersow, say sauces, <laughs> um, Johnny Bryant really badly, absolutely desperately wants that Utah Utes head coaching job. He wants it very badly. He wants to be that guy. I bet you Quinn Snyder talked Alex Jensen out of that because from what I've been told, Utah was willing to pay the pretty penny for Alex Jensen to be the next head coach of Utah. They, I mean, they threw out the red carpet for Alex Jensen. And now I don't know if they're going to do the same thing for Johnny Bryant because Johnny wants it so badly, but they wanted Alex. Alex was sitting on a teeter totter and like in the middle of it while Jazz and Utes were going back and forth. And I bet you Quinn Snyder was able to talk Alex out of it, saying to him, You're going to be a head coach in this league sooner than you think. And I, and I don't know if the youth and I don't know this for sure, but if the Utes would have been okay, Eric, with, the, uh, with Alex being there for three years, winning all three years, and then turning around and Alex taking an NBA job. If, they, if that's what they were looking for, for how much they were going to pay him. If they said, hey, if we're going to pay this much, we'd like you to stick around for a while. I mean, you got Jackson Branchley, Mason Fulton will come off a mission, Ryland Jones is there. They've got some talent. Johnny Bryan, though, that's got to be your guy now. Uh,
1: John Hollinger was. Is uh, it John Hollinger? Yeah. Or John Wilner, excuse me. John Wilner. Oh, okay. There is a John Hollinger, by the way. Yes, there is a John Hollinger. Just, I was staring at his Sorry, name you're good. in my Twitter feed. No, but John Wilner earlier today saying uh, maybe they should be looking to uh, Logan.
2: Yeah, that's not happening. I don't think that's. We happen. need to make something very clear to Aggie Nation. Craig Smith is not going to Utah. I need to make that incredibly clear. Craig Smith is not going to Utah. So the worry and the rumors can stop. That's not happening. Period. End of
1: story. He's not going. By the way, I'm, I've been searching and searching, and I don't see what Dallas did. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm looking for So it You're too. talking about how Dallas got this, made this big move, and they're going to be more dangerous. And I don't, I'm not saying what they did. Okay, maybe they... Oh, maybe it was going to
2: happen and it didn't then. Dang it. No.
1: How, by the way, how about uh, and I'm just trying to trust but verify. No, you're good. I, I swear I've it heard was... I that phrase somewhere once.
2: I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Um. Yeah, never mind. I thought they were going to make a trade but it sounds like they were going to and decided not to. Oh,
1: no, never mind. I guess it ain't happening. That's fun. Uh, But it was a very busy day with, uh, with with teams swapping players and things like that. Jazz weren't involved. We'll get to that in just a moment. But um, some notable names, Rejon Rondo. Oh, J.J. Reddick. That's who the Mavericks got. Thank you. 6294. Appreciate it. What did J- they give up to get him?
2: I think a second round? 6294? Help me out here. I think it's a second round
1: pick or do they do a buyout? Oh yeah, cuz JJ was bought out from the uh, Pelicans. Well, there was talk about it, but I don't know that it really happened. I need a look.
2: 9315, obviously just spoken into existence, so I trust Craig to stay with USU. He's not going to Utah. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm, okay. I like JJ Redick. That dude, they that gives him an extra shooter. I know you're going to say, well, J.J. Reddick's like 60 years old and has been around the league, but, dude, he's still a really good shooter. And that spreads the court for that team. Doesn't make him NBA Finals contenders, but it definitely makes him playoff contenders. Or well, at least a spot contending in the playoff.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess this uh, just within the last hour. Dallas Mavericks have acquired J.J. Reddick and Niccolo Melli. From New Orleans in a trade that sends power forward James Johnson, small yeah. forward Wesley, Iwindu. See, I told and a you second round draft choice it's big. to the Pelicans. That's huge. Thank you, six two nine four. Appreciate your help. Yeah, nice. Okay, good. With JJ Reddick. I'll take him. Uh like I said, Rondo to the Clippers. Okay.
2: Help me out. You get a playmaker offensively and you give up your one of your best defensive
1: guys. Because he likes spicy chicken wings? Yeah, but Lucas Kennard has been replacing his – taking his minutes. Lou Williams has not been the same type of player. But on the other hand – Roger Rondo to, is
2: not the same type of player he was in 08.
1: No, but he is at least a, a point guard. Somebody who can initiate offense. That's the Clippers' biggest problem. They don't have anybody who can initiate the offense.
2: Well, why didn't they give away the Reggie guy? What's it? Was it Reggie Jackson, I think? He was horrible. Like I, I, bet you would have got Rondo and Reggie for straight up, with no cash consideration needed, picks or anything.
1: Atlanta, by the, in the meantime, they had like zero production off their bench, oh, so yeah. Lou Williams provides a little bit of a punch for them.
2: We, Lou's got to be livid, though. You you went from a contending three seed team to an out of like out of existence Hawks team in the Eastern Conference.
1: That's brutal. <laughs> Your man. Tony Bradley, Shut up. he's on the move after being a starting center in you Philadelphia. Because they realized how bad he was. Where's he going? He is uh, uh, the he's going the with G-League. Terrence Ferguson and two future second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder in exchange for George Hill. <clears throat> so George Hill's going to Philadelphia. Really?
2: Uh, who's your point guard right now starting? Philadelphia.
1: In Philly? It's not
2: Neto, is it?
1: I know Nettle's on the team. I don't know that he's a starter.
2: Oh, and it's not Matisse Thiebel. He's not a point guard. Um, I should know this by now. I'm
1: sorry, world. It's kind of my fault, though. Um, I need to look at who. I expect you to know every starting five for every team in the NBA. Well, Eric, we do do a sports show. At sp- all times. We, even do, in we do times a sports of injury show. and COVID huh? and contact tracing.
2: We do a sports show, so we should freaking know. I know it's asking a lot of us. Uh, Sixers,
1: starting five. Roster. Uh so Ben is, Simmons is your starting point guard. Seth Curry, who's currently out. Uh then they also have Danny Green, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid, though he's injured. So George Hill, he's dude, probably gonna start. I would move, ben yeah, Simmons. I play him as a point guard
2: and Ben Simmons as the shooting guard. Because the great thing about George is all he does is get you in the offense, and he gets the heck out of the way. He's really good at that. Like as a veteran guy, he understands his role. I'm gonna get you in the offense. I'm gonna get you the best look, and it's your job to score. And if you don't, it's your fault, not mine. He was great without with the Jazz. He like, and the thing he was is, good when he was healthy. Oh yeah, and that's I his problem. We didn't have a sore toe or a hurt eye or a sore pinky. Yeah.
1: When he was on, when he was available, man, the Jazz were great. He played great alongside. Uh, oh, hey, Hayward! His experience was awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a really good roster that year. But he just was so inconsistent when he was available. Okay,
2: I've got so many more questions for you about trades. Though, like, I mean, what the fetch? I mean, case okay, so the Rondo Williams thing doesn't make entire sense. We'll get to the other part of the Jazz here in a little bit. Uh, Norman Powell for Gary Trent Jr. So Portland gives up. And Rodney like, Hood. Yeah. Don't okay this well, on no, former Jazz, Rodney, man. Oh, Gee, speaking of injuries. Rodney Hood. Speaking of injuries. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. is like what? The third best player behind Lillard and McCollum. And they give him away for Norman Powell. Norman
1: Powell is it's a great shooter.
2: So I think that's
1: a really good move. I think that really helps. Uh, well, there's Portland, a big gap in the defensive side of the ball defensively, now. Defensively, yes.
2: There's a big gap on the defensive side of the ball now. They got to fix. And they don't have anybody on their roster that can fix that. Uh, Are the Magic quitting? Are they, like, moving their team to, like, (laughs) Siberia? Because if not, then what? (laughs) Yeah, are they building a new Disney (laughs) World elsewhere outside of the American continent? Because I need somebody to explain to me what in the world they are doing with their roster and why. Totally giving up. So they are moving to Siberia. Because this doesn't explain exactly what's going on,
1: besides drugs. This is why you don't go to trade deadline with drugs. Well, I, I know that Aaron Gordon was expressing frustration, and he wanted out. But still. But... I mean, come on, dude. Announce. Okay. I did not expect Nikola Vukovic <laughs> to be moved. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Start with Aaron Gordon. Give, give our listeners the trade on this one. All right, so he's going to Denver. That's a great gift for Denver.
1: Uh, And, um... Uh, the trading forward Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark to the Nuggets in exchange for Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and a 2025 first-round pick.
2: (laughs) Now, does Orlando get good guys back? I mean, they get a good gain, but the problem is Gary Harris can't score. He's just good defensively. Like, he gave Donald Mitchell all sorts of problems. R.J. Hampton's a good young guy, and a 2025 first-round pick, I can almost guarantee you, is going to be – maybe we no, maybe maybe traded in the future for a player of a, you know a star caliber i i'd be surprised in 2025 if they use that first round pick okay go
1: and, and then, then the other move this yeah, one shocks me the yeah, most yeah no, i'm
2: with you just
1: yeah they're also trading all-star <laughs> nikola vukovic <laughs> and center alfaruka minu to the bulls in exchange for Otto porter junior <laughs> Wendell Carter, Jr., and two future first-round picks. So they get three future first-round picks. I don't know if any of those are protected, by the way.
2: And But they're giving away their star Nikola Vucevic. Oh, just alone with that.
1: Uh, that's a, I think that's a great move you know, for Chicago. Oh, yeah. Good, oh, for
2: Chicago? This is incredible. Upgrade. What a gain for Chicago. Oh, I'm spot on with you. Absolutely. Aaron Gordon for the Nuggets. Let's start there because the Nuggets are in our division uh great for the offense. They do lose Gary Harris who I love as a defensive guy. Again, he he gave Donovan Mitchell a lot of problems in the uh, bubble playoff last year.
1: Well, so the projected starting lineup for Denver okay. would be Jamal Murray, yes. Will Barton, yep, I like Will. Aaron Gordon as a small forward, Michael Porter Jr. as your power forward and Nikola Jokic as your starting center. He got coming off the bench, Paul Millsap, and they also made a move to get JaVel McGee. Javel McGee!
2: Yeah, see, here's the thing is, I always feel like teams get four steps forward, and then they take three steps backward. In this case, they got six steps
1: forward and five steps backward with JaVale McGee alone. <laughs> Well, I think what Denver has been realizing this season how much they miss Jeremy Grant. Oh yeah, Jeremy Grant a huge loss for them. Yeah, who both went to Detroit. Uh, Those guys were great players, and I think they're realizing that when Nicole Jokic sits, it's such a huge drop off. And Denver's just been so wildly inconsistent this year. Yeah, Chicago—it's a great get.
2: What they got out of it. Javale McGee doesn't even matter, dude. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was playing for Cleveland. I got to be honest with you. I had no
1: idea until I saw that. Denver is currently number five in the Western Conference. They are six and a half games behind the Jazz. Wow, but perhaps one of the bigger trades that did not happen: Kyle Lowry did not get traded away from Toronto. Okay, so how awkward is it?
2: Like he walks out of Toronto last night. You know, gives, like, a peace sign to the camera. Media's interview him. Hey, what was it like? You know, can you tell us your memories and your appreciation? You know, he's giving a spill. Like, I love Toronto. It's been great. It's been awesome. Next day, yeah, you know, you're, like, packing your stuff up, and they're like, uh, where are you going, young man? You're a starting point guard. We're keeping you. We love you. You're going to stick with us. We're going to win a championship. Oh, uh, we're about eight games out of the playoff. We are going to win the champion. You are our guy. We
1: always had faith in you like how awkward it's like it's that, like that untrade that not non trade yeah. perhaps helped Utah the most because he was probably going go to, to the Los Angeles La- yeah, the Lakers or the Heat really was
2: hey is give me your thoughts Lowry for Tyler Hero and i know Miami said no to Hero but even Duncan Robinson i think would have been a great trade for Miami i think Lowry going to Miami would have been phenomenal for the Heat
1: uh, honestly in the last Eight months since the finals were done through the offseason and through this season, how many times I have heard different teams interested in making deals with Miami, but Tyler Hero is always included in those trade requests. And Miami is just like, nope, nope. They really like that kid. Nope, not going to happen. Nope. (laughs) But people keep trying to throw him in there like, we want Tyler Hero. Hey,
2: MP Jr., do you think he should have been traded from Denver? I mean, they gave away... Gary Harris. I mean, I think Michael Porter should have been the first to go.
1: Uh, he's, he has, he's horrible defensively. He has his problems. He's but a liability. I think they, he's still young and moldable, and from what he does at his age, I think they're pretty excited for it. Hmm. Yeah, it's
2: crazy. Yeah, the the whole Kyle Lowry situation is just bonkers. I mean, you, you're pretty much telling him he's going, and then the day of, you're like, God Sorry, you're gonna stick around with us. I mean, if I'm Kyle, I'm livid. It's the nature of the I don't NBA. even want to be here.
1: Yeah. But it is interesting to note some teams that are just throwing up their hands. Toronto's throwing up their hands. Yeah. Dallas throwing up their hands. Like it's just not gonna happen this year. It may not happen for a few years. We're we've been trying this uh, certain path. We're breaking it all down. Um and then what other teams were aggressive, thinking, hey, we've got a chance to be better, to improve our team. We're going to make the moves necessary to Boy, the put ourselves in a better position. Boy, did whatever they could,
2: huh? I mean, they put it all out there for for, my, for Toronto to get something out of it in the trade. I thought that was quite interesting. The Lakers were not at all settled where their situation is. They shouldn't be. Yeah, but here's the thing. As soon as LeBron and Anthony get healthy, I think maybe you said this yesterday, or maybe Colin Coward said, I can't remember, but I mean, you two look like and sound alike too. But anyways, I was uh, like LeBron and Anthony Davis. As soon as they get healthy and get into the playoffs, they can miss the last twenty games of the season, be the seventh seed in the Western Conference playoffs, and guess what? They're gonna run the table. They're gonna run the table. It doesn't matter as, as soon as they're Home both healthy, come playoffs. Doesn't really matter? It doesn't matter to them.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe by that time of the year. Most arenas will have fans, and maybe, maybe it does start to mean a little bit more uh, than it has. But uh, I think for a team with that kind of veteran leadership and, and experience, I don't think it'll matter as much.
2: Yeah, I don't. With LeBron and Anthony both fully healthy on the court, doesn't matter what seed they're going to be. They're going to destroy whoever it is in front of them to the NBA Finals.
1: That's That's how good they are. <laughs> That's why they're not worried about it. All right, we've got to take a timeout here in the full court press. When we want to come back. The Utah Jazz did make a move. Pointless they, move. They. Uh, well, let's dis- just go be the disagree.
4: GMs. We
2: would do a better job. I disagree. Oh, it's because you're a fan. I think there's Pull uh, off some... the goggles. It's a long play. Pull off the goggles. Oh, long. I can't wait to hear this
1: one. <laughs> it's ought to be good. Uh, It's a Thursday, so we're going to do our pick
5: six. Oh, fetch.
1: Yeah. I'm giving you fair warning and ample time to put your stuff together. Uh, and coming up next hour we'll have a conversation with some coaches about lacrosse in Cash Valley, how it's uh, grown as a sport. Now it is a sanctioned sport. And what's uh what this season looks like for them as uh, AJ tries to ask somebody I don't want to be seeing his girlfriend or yeah. wife or whoever's tweeting. You know, that's probably not good. <laughs> it's all coming up on the Full Court Press.
3: Drivers, start your engines. The Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is on now. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get zero percent APR on the 2021 Honda CRV
6: or HRV. Yeah,
4: Visit your Utah Honda dealers or utahhondadealers.com.
7: See dealer for financing details.
3: There is a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castellite.com.
5: Here's Chad Norton, the Lawn Doctor, with a tip for your lawn.
8: It's that time of year again. As you look out at your lawn, you will see lots of matted down, dead-looking grass. It's most likely snow mold. Simply take a leaf rake and give it a good raking to fluff up that old grass. By doing this,
5: the sun will bring it out of dormancy quicker. For more helpful tips for your yard, go to the Lawn Doctor's Cache Valley Facebook page. To schedule lawn services, go to LawnDoctorCacheValley.com
6: or call 753-LAWN. It's the Cache Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, presented by Anderson Seaton Garden. It all happens this Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Ice Center. Well over 100 vendors with garden, concrete, doors, windows, pest control, landscaping, cabinetry, home remodeling, solar information, tree care. The list is endless. Food, fun, and kids activities provided by the United Way of Cache Valley. Free parking, easy access, and so many ideas at this year's Cache Valley Home and Garden Show at the Eccles Ice Center this Friday and Saturday
9: what's more important than sleep granted some things are but not many this is Ryan at my mattress and here we offer the best solution to better sleep a better mattress IntelliBed the gel mattress cradles your hips and shoulders while providing the best back support possible or come in and choose a tempur that boasts 93% of their owners love their bed my mattress offering the best sleep possible by the South Walmart.
0: It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from four to six on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM 1390
2: AM, The FAN AJ, you panicking over there? Yeah, I'm disgruntled now. I'll come gruntle you. Oh, that No.
1: no do not.
2: <laughs> what? You don't need a hug? Come on. Title time.
1: Ajay... Uh, so we should set the record straight here. Aj <laughs> today made no. quite a ruckus in the building... No. About no.
2: ...about the term
8: disgruntled, and no. is there an opposite you, to I'm watching, disgruntled?
2: I'm watching a really important video about Tom Brady, and you walk over and interrupt my, my video time with Tom just to ask me... What the opposite of disgruntled is. Well, and if, then if,
1: if gruntled is a word.
2: And then Kyle here or yeah, producer Butters hears the, the conversation. He wants to know what it is exactly. I tell him it's this. He thinks it's otherwise. AJ jumps into the conversation. So here we are. you're having a conversation with intern Cody. And we decide to help intern Cody. Right. Half in the, the building
1: is over at my cubicle. Oh, jeez. Oh, half the debating, building is over here. There was four of Gruntled versus disgruntled. Four of us.
2: Four of us. And the gal over there usually is on that side of the building. So, re- yeah, it was just four of us. What are you talking about? And we all just wanted to clear the air of gruntled and disgruntled. You're welcome. You are so welcome. And to be clear, the gruntled is a legitimate yeah, word. Yeah, it is. It is. That's why I said it.
1: I'll come gruntle you. So, uh, Aaron Gordon uh, with uh, with Orlando, he was disgruntled. And now he's gruntled. He's been moved to a playoff team. So now he's a gruntled player. I don't with don't know the what Denver your Nuggets. problem is. Uh, Utah Jazz. Okay, we're moving on. Yes, we better. Utah Jazz. They made <laughs> For a move. So many reasons. They made a move at the trade deadline acquiring Matt Thomas. Oh man, huge Woo! blockbuster oh, deal. Don't even try to mock it because you're the fanboy
2: like, "Oh, hey, this is great. NBA Finals, here we come." <laughs> the Jazz call. Oh,
1: they did have to give up a future, throw up. a future second round pick uh, to make the deal work. Um this so, was right before the right as a, right before the deadline. Cody uh did some great research for us in
2: helping us out Of helping, who's like Matt Thomas? Because I don't know who's more unknown, Tony Bradley or Matt Thomas, but here we go. He's a second-year guard. He appeared in 67 games with Toronto, 45% career from three. Uh, He's hitting 42% this season. Uh, Before signing with Toronto, he went to Iowa State, uh, began his professional career overseas where he shot 47% from three. Uh, provides the Jazz with another shooter off the bench, even though he's not even going to be in the rotation. He's 26 years old. He's appeared in 41 games this year. He's uh, fight just under five points a game, ten uh, minutes a game. He's like he's barely even playing. 26 games this season, two and a half points per game, seven and a half minutes per game, and he's six four. What are we going to do with
1: him? Okay, yeah, here's the thing. I don't know. I- he has knocked down forty five point seven percent from three. Good for him. That's
2: pretty how many- good how many he shot. He- well hold on. He has shot a total of 143s. He doesn't even play that much.
1: He was uh he was doing some things in the bubble and lights out shooter in the bubble but for whatever reason we don't know he just hasn't been in the rotation this year for sucks. Miami. So the Jazz just have to give up a second round pick to get this guy. He's 6 foot 4. He's not going to break much of the rotation, but he's young and he's a great shooter. Okay, cool. What are we going to do with him though? What's the use of him? Dennis yep. Lindsey continues
2: to be a lazy GM. What's lazy about that? Matt Thomas, we don't even need him. We don't need Matt Thomas. We need. A, what
1: do the Jazz need then, Aj? A reliable point guard. Um, Mike Conley doing fine, but Mike
2: Conley. Donovan Mitchell. He's like Donovan Mitchell's not a good point guard. Keep him at the shooting guard position. Mike Conley's fifty-six years old. Okay, he's having to carry a dang walker when he comes onto the floor. And then, and then, I like, and then, like when he chucks move, his warmups like off, with the when he chucks his warmups off. He throws his walker to coach too. Hey, we take my walker, too. Here's my crutch. Yeah. Switches it for the oxygen tank. That's what we get from Mike Conley. We need a backup point guard who is going to play good minutes and be productive so we don't have to overuse Donovan Mitchell. This is, again, this is a backwards move for the Jazz. So instead of losing in six to the Lakers
1: or in five to the Lakers, we're going to lose in four to the Lakers now. Oh, come on. That's great. Going out to our Guild Mortgage text line. This is from 3426. I'm disgruntled over Salveson watching a video of Tom Brady. <laughs> no. No. Hey, hold on. I was I was studying, sort of. Yes. I was studying. And 3426 adds, he's a poor man's Kyle Corver. Yes. Referring to Matt That's Thomas. That's a really good point. I would take Kyle Corver over him. Matt Thomas
2: is going to see less than five minutes a game, and he's going to play garbage time minutes. So why did we trade for him? Why did we give up a second-round pick for him? Give up George Yang for the guy. George Nying is the version of a fourth-round pick. Even though there's not even a fourth-round in the NBA draft, he's a fourth-round pick. I don't get it. I just think it's a lazy job from Dennis <laughs> Lindsay without doing his homework.
1: Uh, I don't know. I disagree.
2: Okay, tell me why. What you think? Uh, he's I was gonna... more
1: surprised with the Urson Ilyasova move. Okay, I'm with you. Just an older guy, um, inconsistent, hasn't been able to stick with the team. This is a move where you're getting a young guy, great shooter. The Jazz have definitely gone all in on we're shooting threes, and 45.7 percent from three. He's not going to play. That's crazy. He's not going to play. Unless
2: they're up by 30 or down by 40, he's not going to play.
1: Uh, 9315 on the Guild Mortgage text line. Is this the dictionary according to AJ when he makes up words and acts like this jazz trade is garbage when it helps us?
2: No, it doesn't even help us. If you think it helps us, you're fanboying too much or you just don't understand what's going on. Uh,
1: then he adds, how many guys like this turn great when they come to the jazz? I'll use Joe as my proof. Joe, no. Joe
2: was more. Joe was more. Uh, Joe was more versatile than Matt Thomas. Really? If yeah. I want to see Joe. I want to see Ingles, Matt Thomas
1: run a pick and who roll. got cut from the Clippers from their summer squad. Yeah, you saw how the Clippers are due now. Would you have foreseen what Joe Ingles would mean to the Utah Jazz
2: under Quinn Snyder? Yeah, because he's a high IQ player. Matt Thomas obviously isn't a high IQ player. Let's see what Matt Thomas can do on the pick and roll. No, Matt. He's probably going to take a fifty-footer and, and and like hit all glass. What? What are you laughing at? Nine seven
1: seven three. I love nine seven seven three. On the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. Aj attacks Mike Connolly for being old. Also, Aj, praise to Tom Brady at his work desk. <laughs> I love. I-, I hate nine seven seven three. Okay.
2: Uh, well, Okay, here's the thing. is that Tom Brady's winning championships. Mike Conley's winning horse contest.
1: the uh, contests. Uh, f- uh, 3426 makes a good point. Okay. I think you know what you get with him now, and with the second-round pick, you're not sure what you're going to get. Oh, good point. And it's about equal money. Good point. Uh, that's a good thought. Absolutely. Yeah,
5: that's, that's a great point. Yes.
1: Uh, do you
2: – okay, so it is over-under. Um, from now to the end of the season, Matt Thomas minutes, where would you set the line at?
1: Under two. We give up a second round pick for that, Eric. Sure. What what's Trent Forrest playing? Well, how many minutes is he? What's Jarrell Brantley? How many minutes is he getting? What about Juwan Howard? No, we are at the trade
2: deadline. Oh, excuse me, Juan Morgan. I was gonna Juwan say when you said Juwan Howard, I was like, man, we hope we're not giving up anything for Juwan Howard right now.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Um Wrong, do Juwan. you okay. So here's the thing. We give up a second round pick for that guy. Right. Again, it's you just, don't know what you're going to get in the second round. You don't know what's going to be available in the second round. And you'll have to invest time and energy to develop a guy from the second round. This is a guy who already has time in the league and has already proven he can shoot deadly from beyond the arc. That's what the Jazz are. That's who they are. And it just it, they're accelerated in their development of a young player. They've moved up their timeline. Yeah. Um,
2: I hope it, I don't know, I hope it comes out all right then.
1: All right. Me too. Will you go back to your altar of Tom Brady?
2: Yes, I will. With my six rings. No, seven, sorry. Right.
1: Seven. Another time out here on the Full Court Press, when we come back, our pick six. The six things we think might happen this weekend, I've given Aj ample time and warning to prepare his three lines.
5: Uh, we'll see if he's still doing it on the fly when we come back. Make light work of everything with Honda's top of the line family of Pioneer 1000 side by sides available now at Cash Honda. These beasts are a blast to ride even when you're working. All thanks to a best in class 999cc engine, plus a six speed automatic dual clutch transmission that lets you drive in fully automatic mode or manual mode via paddle shifters, and a massive 2,000 pound towing capacity. The three-seater models offer a range of features for you to choose from, each one equipped with Honda's legendary reliability and build quality. And if you need to bring along more hands, the 1005 models are equipped with Honda's exclusive quick-flip seating system that lets you switch from a three-seater to a four-seater to a five-seater in seconds. To see the Honda Pioneer 1000s for yourself, visit Cash Honda at the Light in Hyde Park and see why life is better on a Honda. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. I'm Sean Hamblin, the SIRTA mattress rep for the state of Utah. Because Fisher Home Furnishings is one of our premier Serta dealers, we've given them an exclusive offer. Fisher's has agreed to take two truckloads and liquidate all remaining last year's premium SIRTA mattresses. You'll save $300, $500, and up to $1,000 on these premium SIRTA mattresses. This is a one-time offer and will only last as long as the inventory is in stock. Special no-interest financing is available. Two truckloads directly from SIRTA, $300, $500, and up to $1,000 off on these two truckloads of last year's premium SIRTA mattresses. Exclusively at Fisher Home Furnishings.
9: Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's Punch Passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online. Or stop by the Pro Shop today. Birch Creek's Punch Passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. The
10: Spice on Ice team at the Eccles Ice Center has been working hard to bring you an amazing virtual auction full of fun and useful items for the entire family. With the help of the Malou Foundation, you can bid on items that would have been available at this year's Spice on Ice auction. The annual Spice on Ice event and auction raises funds for the Eccles Ice Center. Due to COVID-19, this year's event is canceled and critical funds will be lost. Without your help and donations, the Eccles Ice Center may not be able to keep all programs available through the year. Please go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. The Spice on Ice fundraiser auction will start Thursday, March 25th at 10 a.m. and finish Saturday, March 27th at 6 p.m. You must go to EcclesIce.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. For questions, concerns, or if you need help joining the auction, please call 787-2288. Extend 222.
4: Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. you to stay six feet away but needing information about Medicare? We can help. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare benefits? Let us make sense of all the fine print. In person, over the phone, or electronically, we can provide you the answers you need. Having a local agent to help you when issues or concerns arise makes all the difference. Call 752-9493 or visit our website at lssins.com.
7: It's time to vote for the Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher.
11: Best of Northern Utah. Vote every
7: day through March 29th at bestofnorthernutah.com. Best
11: of Northern Utah. Let
7: your voice be heard and reward your favorite local businesses in and around Cache Valley. Best
11: of Northern Utah.
7: Vote now at bestofnorthernutah.com. It's the 2021 Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Vote now through March 29th.
11: Best of Northern Utah
0: it doesn't matter who you root for the full court press has all the high school sports covered the full court press connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com
2: he's just hanging out over there like you know I got another year of eligibility why not Make that one of your pick six lines no no we're not touching <laughs>
10: dude
2: that would set this text line the Gilmortish text line in flames oh that's not good though that's not good at all uh three four two six on the uh, over under minutes for uh Matt Thomas I give him five on the over under in minutes and about the same in points with an upside on the points. And you never know what a guy does when he gets on a good team as a shooter. I, I mean, how do you fit him in the rotation, though? You can't. Right, I mean, I mean
1: he'd have to take minutes away from somebody.
2: Uh, hopefully, George One, Ying.
1: If it's George Ying, great, let's do it. The Jazz, they believe in Mie Aoni. They're not going to get Oh, yeah. They love that guy. Away. I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to be a rotational player right now. This is a long term or a longer play. This isn't right now, like a lot of these other deals that happened today in the NBA. Yeah. This is not a right now move. All right. Let's do this. Pick six time. Yep. The six things we think are gonna happen this weekend. Play along at home if you'd like. Uh intern Cody's gonna keep track of it for us. he's gonna throw one I don't want uh, getting hosed out over there as well. Term. He's gonna be our he's gonna provide the tiebreaker. Okay. So right. since I won last time yeah, you get to defer or choose. Uh, I'm going to defer. Really? Yes.
2: Crap, that threw me off. Okay. Go first. All right, so here we go. Uh, we are going to go first with the Broncos tonight in the NIT tournament versus Memphis. Derek Alston, shots attempted. Derek Alston, shots attempted. 17 and a half. Uh,
1: I'm going to take the under.
2: I'm going to take the over. Paying attention there, squirt. Hmm? <laughs> hmm.
1: All right. Okay. Okay. Next
2: one. Um. Next one. Gonzaga versus Creighton. That is uh, Sunday uh, afternoon at twelve ten in the Sweet Sixteen. Gonzaga uh, is a thirteen point favorite. Thirteen point favorite. Over under, Eric. We're going to go 13 and a half, though. Sorry. Over. I'm going to go under. Wow. And Crane gives him a little bit of a problem. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. And then finally, USC and Oregon in a Pac-12 matchup. Nobody saw that coming, by the way. <laughs> Including me. Uh. I'm going to differ on the line here. I'm going to go a little different. Uh, Oregon, six and a half over under, over USC. I'm
1: going to take the under. It's a hot
2: shooting team right now,
1: shooting the three really well.
2: I'm going to go under. (laughs) Mind games, Eric. Mind games. Okay.
1: All right. For me, I'm also looking at the NIT tonight. David Roddy for Colorado State. David Roddy rebounds versus NC State. Setting the line at 8.5. Under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Um, Pac-12 teams. Pac-12 is doing great in the tournament. Pac-12 teams that are in the Elite Eight. The number of Pac-12 teams in the Elite Eight. I'm setting the line at two and a half. What was that again? The number of Pac-12 teams in the Elite 8 I'm setting the line at two and a half. That's a good line. Under. I'm going to take the over. And then last one, you mentioned Derek Alston. I had him on my list as well. I can't stand you. But I'm looking at his game with you. His his points. Derek Alston points versus Memphis tonight uh, 15 and a half. Over. I am going to take the over as well. And then quickly. Intern Cody with our uh, tiebreaker. We have 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, Oregon State, Chicago, uh, Chicago, Lo- Loyola. Uh, sh- Chicago is favored by
3: 6.5. I'm going over. Um, what he I'm going to take the under. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NHL announced yesterday that referee Tim Peel will not be calling games now or in the future. In other words, he's fired. If you missed the story, Peel was caught on a broadcast saying that he wanted to call a penalty against Nashville early. Only his language was more colorful. It didn't help Peel that the story blew up, but it's also a sign of the times. In every sport, officials used to be more colorful. They were characters in their own right. Think of Joe West or Eric Gregg in baseball, Ed Hockley in the NFL, or Joey Crawford in the NBA. They were part of the show. You can bet old school umpires and referees had no problem using profanity in regards to a team or a player, but now mics catch everything. Players have more power, and there's a call for transparency because of legalized gambling. All this means there will be less tolerance for bad behavior out of the men who call our games. And unfortunately, it also means Tim Peel's NHL career is over. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash & Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash & Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X, with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at callawaygolf.com.
2: Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in
7: five seconds. Why do you want with that? Man! The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's, where there's a meal for every morning. Get the
5: delicious, hot and spicy McChicken Biscuit and Chicken McGriddles, two for three bucks. Thirsty? Get any size
4: Coke for just one buck. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence, next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations, inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's
0: The NCAA Tournament on Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 106.9thefan.com.
12: We are And here's what you need to know.
8: Trade deadline has coming, and gone in the NBA. First off, though, Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James will be missing action for quite a while four to six weeks with his high ankle sprain from last weekend. Houston Rockets have traded guard Victor Oladipo to the Miami Heat for Avery Bradley, also Kelly Olinick and a pick in 2022 that they'll swap with them. Dallas Mavericks have acquired guard JJ Redick from New Orleans. San Antonio Spurs have bought out the contract of LaMarcus Aldridge. Right now, the Miami Heat are the front runners to acquire his services. Dropping down to the college ranks of college basketball, the NCAA tournament continues this weekend. Oklahoma men's basketball coach Lon Krueger is retiring after 35 years with the program. And also in the National Football League, Dr. Alan Sills, the NFL's chief medical officer, says vaccinations will not be mandatory for players moving forward. I'm David Gascon.
0: The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools, if it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
1: Hello, what's going on? Hi, how are you? AJ is uh, Are you not f- sure how he's feeling? Feeling gruntled. He's gruntled or disgruntled today.
2: Hey, Leon Rice texted in cuz he's getting ready for a big game against the uh, Memphis Tigers. By the way, you're you're screwed. Uh do you he asked did uh, Cody the intern find
1: out the money for the NIT? Oh. You didn't even ask him? <laughs> I, I forgot we were going to have an assignment for intern Cody today. To find out <laughs> Are you serious? What the payouts are for participating in the NIT. (laughs) He's giving us that look like, what? Come on, you guys. I'm here to serve. And uh, we (laughs) led him astray. Thank you for reminding us. Thank you, Leon. Uh, Good luck tonight. Maybe by the end of the show. You're going to need it. Maybe by the end of the show, we'll have an answer. You
2: you told totally threw Cody, that on him right there intern, though. Intern, you just threw that on <laughs> him. Intern Cody will intern be here. Intern Cody. is just you know he's done his work today. Now he gets the chance to just kind of relax and breathe. Then you're like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> find out the money for the and now the poor guy's got to get
1: on his iPhone and find it. It's a good question. It's a good question. What are the what are the payouts to teams and schools and conferences? From the nit, it's a fair question. We'll, we'll try to fi- we'll try to figure it out. Uh, by the way, uh, did we were we clear on what happened with our tiebreaker for our pick six last hour? Uh, in, intern Cody, can you read that back and make sure we know who said what? Yeah. To what?
5: Uh, so the uh the question it was Loyola Chicago versus Oregon State Loyola. Is favored by six and a half. Uh, Eric, you gave me the under on that. Aj gave the over.
1: I'm not sure you heard that right. I think it was Aj who said the under. No, I, I, said said the over. Over. <laughs> I said over. Over. I said over. This is the end of the program, and there were other things. Oh boy, we're gonna hear <laughs> it next week, aren't we? <laughs> Already, we're gonna hear it next week. Yeah, I said the under. Yeah. Okay, I'll own up to it. I'm not going to try to hoodwink the audience like someone else. I don't
2: know what you're talking about. prone to do from no time to No idea what you're talking
1: about. Hey, coming up here in a little while, in just uh, 15, 20 minutes or so, conversation with the Green Canyon and Logan lacrosse head coaches. Lacrosse is a new-ish sport. Certainly, it's a new uh, sanctioned sport. It's been growing for some time as a club sport. And excited to see how that that sport has grown over the years. Uh, and, uh, coming up, we'll have some other discussions about that very thing over the next uh, week or so. Tomorrow, we'll have a conversation about boys volleyball and its uh, path to becoming a sanctioned sport in the state of Utah. And then later next week, a conversation about water polo as it, too, is on a path to become a sanctioned sport. So
2: I'm really excited about that water polo story. Um, it's incredible. It's inspiring. It's awesome. Really looking forward to to hearing more, uh, from the individual and and the coach. Uh, and I I'm a big water polo fan. Been so since I was, uh, you know, floaties in the in the pool. And it's your little tadpole. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, what what Audie's referring to is one of the people that's going to be joining us next week. Uh, is a goalie for Ridgeline their uh, water polo team. He's. Legally blind, but he's awesome. Okay, so here's the thing.
2: Like, I I have 80-20 vision, and if a ball's coming at me, I'm getting hit in the face. Like, it's going to put a dent in my nose. But this kid's blind, and he's kicking rear end in water polo. That's amazing. That's just...
1: Jeez, Eric, amazing. what are we
2: doing with our lives? I don't know how. What it are does you and it. I accomplishing exactly?
1: I, yeah, I hear these stories and I'm like, my oh, gosh, I am grossly underachieving. I still in my remember
2: life. Uh, interviewing uh, was it was it Madison Dodds or Kenny Kenny Dodds, the singer? Oh yeah, Kennedy Dodds. Kennedy Dodds. Uh, when I was doing a show with VFX, and dude, you want to feel like a low-end totem pole human and just realize you've done nothing with your life. You listen to her story, listen to her sing, and you're just like, huh, yeah. You know, it was good effort on my part. I tried (laughs) really hard to be somebody. Uh, 3426 texting into the show again, our Gilmore's text line, uh, 435-339-0321. San Diego State said when they won the whole thing a couple years ago, they only made about $50,000. That's not including what they made in their home arenas off ticket sales, but this year there was none of that. So who knows? Uh 9 fussy. Uh 9315. I'm just wondering how many people in is listening through though through water polo involved horse. Okay, next text 9463. Uh, Another door opens for Coach Craig. Oklahoma's a good job, and Kruger was a great coach. I wouldn't be worried about Oklahoma hiring Craig as a head coach. I would be worried about the head coach that hires Craig as a head associate. That's what would scare me. And by the way, another job that should scare the absolutely dear life out of you Aggie people, Marquette. Marquette, Still has an opening. Marquette should scare the absolute crap out of you right now. And
1: that's a proud program. They've had a lot of uh, and they've got some good talent right now. Where success. Craig
2: wants to go in right now, Marquette would be a good program. Uh, Marquette should be on your high, high list of fears with your second program probably being Oklahoma. But I, I think they'll take another look at
1: another coach,
2: and then maybe that coach sees if Craig would want to join him on the staff.
1: Why would Craig go to be on the staff? When he is currently the head
2: coach. Heavy P5 school in the Big 12 conference. You do well there. You could
1: you could yeah, You spend another year as the head coach at Utah State. Get to the tournament again. Adam, 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 you're going have a lot more not picks a low, to be the school, head coach.
2: But a mid, mid-major school. Or a head associate at a Power 5, Big 12, big-time program like
1: Oklahoma. I don't see that. I don't see Craig Smith saying, I'm going to step away from being a head coach where I'm having success. Mm-hmm. To going to be second in command, but to there's somebody some.
2: Else. I mean, and and there's some uh, there's some respectful, weary or, uh, or wary of this team just because they lost Ketta, they don't have Sam Merrill. You you lose some good scores. Um, Alfonso's gone. Uh, Get out while the getting's good. I mean, Dutcher's going to stick around in San Diego State because I think he's feel like he's he lost Matt Mitchell and Jordan Shackle, and he's yeah, ain't I mean, guys hunting. he's lost. Yeah. Now, that's a good point. But Malachi Flynn? Yeah. That's a, That's another dog. That was just unreal. But uh, that Marquette, like I said, the Marquette job should scare the life out of you right now if you're a Craig Smith slash Aggie fan. Absolutely.
1: Uh, I want to go back to 9315. I'm reexamining his text on the Guild Mortgage text Translating
2: line. is what we call it.
1: I'm just wondering how many people listening thought water polo involved. A horse, because polo. You're on a horse, and you have like a club, like when you'd play. Uh, what's that game when you put up the little? You don't,
2: no, no, it's no way you understand what he's croquet,
1: saying. croquet. Yes, it looks like a croquet mallet. And you hit the ball. What? That's polo. So wait, 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 wait. The horse is getting beat by a mallet. No, there's a ball on the ground, and you use a mallet to hit it. Yeah, it's like a rich person's game. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot
2: you're having steak and lobster <laughs> and nachos every day for lunch. Bisque.
1: Lobster bisque.
2: Lobster bisque. <laughs> yeah. That's your kind of people's game. I got to play cricket. I got to play those stupid Fisher-Price golfing equipment bags. <laughs> your version of cricket? Bags. Yeah, my version of cricket. Something different? Basic I have to go make insects? a wooden paddle and hit
1: a plastic golf ball with it. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, but it is, you know, I want to circle back just briefly to uh this Lon Kruger news. No, he was at UNLV, had a lot of success there, went to Oklahoma. So, is that his son his that's now son, the associate or right, the his son just got elevated to be the new head coach at uh, at UNLV? He was on their staff before. There's some speculation, I don't know how legitimate it is, but there's some speculation that Lon Kruger might find his way back to UNLV just to be on his staff. That'd be interesting. To help his son. That
2: makes sense. That'd be interesting. That'd be
1: Wow, watch out for the rebels
2: then. Uh five six three four, how do you guys know that Namij Ked is not coming back? I, I know. I'm not gonna really spec or not gonna go any further on that.
1: Not heard anything like definitive, definitive Yeah, I mean from he Emi, hasn't announced it, but I would say I, I know. <laughs> most points are pointing to that uh <laughs> most information and
2: could you imagine wisdom is could you pointing to him imagine if not if being just, here next if year. If I just said, Yeah, I was talking to this person and this person, this person, and I know. I'd get myself in so much trouble, yeah. yeah uh, he's... he's not coming back. And nor do you know what? And Eric, we talked about it, nor should he.
8: Right.
2: Go get it while you're hot, and boy, he is sizzling, and he is a he's an NBA draft pick. I don't know how early in the second or how late in the second or whatever it is, um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say he's gone. Just... What if that's to me is Keta texting in right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Like Keta's like, well, how do you know he's not coming back? And he's just like... <laughs> Okay, good for you
1: guys, uh, John Russell. Did he just say steak, lobster, and nachos? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, no, is that what? Oh, hey, fancy dude, people no, eat together.
2: Okay. By the way, you know, by by the way no, wait, hold on. Speaking of which, sort of, kind of. Speaking of which, okay, so like when Craig Smith's doing his press conferences, and uh, when Al Lewis asks a question. And he's like, well, coach, you know what? You know." And he keeps calling him coach. I finally found out why. Oh, why? Because when Al Lewis starts his question, he goes, Coach Al Lewis here. And there's no, like, comma. There's no space. It's just Coach Al Lewis here. <laughs> so you think it's, oh, it's Coach Al <laughs> That's Lewis. That's how he's
1: identifying himself. So, yeah, it's
2: like, well, hey, coach, how are you? <laughs> That's great. That's good. I didn't know that.
1: I'll have to go back and pay attention to this. Yeah,
2: dude, because he does it all the time. Coach Al Lewis here. Hey, Coach, how are you? Why are you calling me Coach? You said you're Coach. (laughs) Uh, That's good. good. I really am wondering if that's Namesh Keta that texted in or at least one of the (laughs) players. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) They're off. They're on break. Yeah, no. I
1: don't think so. <laughs> uh, just recapping some news from last hour: Utah Jazz did make a move on the trade deadline. They did acquire Matt Thomas. He's a six foot four shooting guard from from <laughs> Toronto. Uh, excuse me, from Miami. Um, he from yo, he's from Toronto. Sorry, I had that mixed <laughs> what up. What the heck? He's from Toronto. <laughs> from Toronto a uh, great three-point shooter didn't see has been seen many minutes so far this year Jazz give up a future second round pick in exchange for him uh, a lot of other big names that did get moved today the Denver uh, Nuggets made some significant moves uh, to try to get better Portland made some moves uh, Dallas made a little bit of a move to get JJ Reddick um, but uh, Chicago made some really interesting moves basically Toronto was a hey you see anything you like here? It's like one of those guys in the street oh, corner yeah. opens up his, his jacket. And Wait, he's did got you a bunch say, of watches and stuff in did there. Did you
2: see one of those guys in the strip club? Street corner. Oh, I thought you said strip club. I was like, hey. It's
1: like right a long raincoat. What code. up, Lou Williams? What's going on, you dog? You any watches you like here? They want some wings with that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the, Toronto was definitely clearing house. So was Orlando. Um, some teams taking advantage of that. But um, it, from the West... Um Lou Williams leaves the Clippers in exchange for Rajon Rondo for the Clippers. Uh Denver made some moves. They get Aaron Gordon. They also get JaVel McGee. 4446. He said strip club.
2: <laughs> Did I say strip club? <laughs> yeah. I swear that's what I heard out of your mouth too. And so I was like, uh <laughs> All right. Well, good for him. Been living the high life in Toronto. Now he's gonna
1: live the low life street, here in Utah. Street corner. We don't have street those corner. here, sir. Uh, street corner. That's good. But um, Utah Jazz, by the way, big win last night, but it was against the second unit, third unit from uh, Brooklyn. The Jazz should have done what they did do. They didn't play down to their competition. Um, They executed really well. A lot of guys hitting threes. Great game for the Jazz. A little bit of a time off. Then they face uh, Memphis in a back-to-back Friday and Saturday in Salt Lake City. Um, Probably a little bit more of a test. Um, Friday and Saturday, than what they saw last night. By the way, if I'm ESPN, I'd be so upset that we booked that game, thinking it was going to be an oh, exciting dude. one, and it was just you a You could bunch tell of Jeff
2: Van Gundy was just miserable being there.
1: And, well, he wasn't there in person. But um, what was oh, also interesting is that in person. Um, <laughs> you know how bad the game is when they have Adrian Wojnarowski on for like 10 minutes while the game is going, yeah, talking about potential trade deadlines. Issues. So. Why
2: not? Like it was seventy-eight to forty for one at one point. What else would you do? Yeah, that's true. I remember I, I was told a story uh, from Steve Brown, former Jazz sideline broadcaster. He was broadcasting uh, a Weaver State game, and they were down by like forty-five, and it was him and I want to say it was Thurl Bailey, and Steve told me. He said, "Dude, we did not talk basketball for the last 35 minutes of that like of game time. 35 minutes. So you're looking at about 40 minutes, something minutes. They didn't say one word about basketball because <laughs> they were just they weren't going to do it. There's nothing else. Uh, that's hard. That sucks. And yeah, you're right. ESPN's got to be frustrated with that. NBA's got to be really frustrated with that. You're looking at two hierarchy teams in both conferences, and you get you get five Matt Thomases on the court versus the Utah Jazz." <laughs> That's what you're looking at. And one Tony Bradley. Uh
1: three, four, two, six on the uh, Guild Mortgage text line. Toronto taking a second round draft pick from the Jazz to draft Ketta. Ironic. Wouldn't that be something? That'd text? be something. Hey, good. I like that. i 6 father three four two six. Uh five, seven, six, zero. Lou Williams going to play in Atlanta. Now he gets all the wings he wants. <laughs> 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 it has been a great running joke on Twitter. It's not all a joke, day. man. He went
2: and got wings. That's right. He went. That's not a joke. Was it? Wings. Lemon
1: spicy wings, Something? <laughs> lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. Is that what <laughs>
2: pepper <wings>. It's <laughs> not a joke.
1: It's real. All that it's a wins. great text message right there. Straight up. I love it. All right. We're going to call a timeout here in the full court press. When we come back, let's discuss lacrosse. It's a growing sport. And there's been some great teams here as club teams, but now that it's a sanctioned sport, is it different? Uh, This is one of those sports that uh, didn't have a season last year, got taken away from them. So what does it look like this year? I want, and I want you to answer me a question after the break. Would
2: you rather, Eric, would you rather be the opposite of Gruntold or take a lacrosse ball to the Ritz Crackers? So would I rather be disgruntled? Yes, or take a Ritz ball? <laughs> take a take ball. A Ritz crackers? <laughs> no, take a lacrosse ball to the Ritz crackers.
5: <laughs> Crunch them
1: up. I think I think we need to call a timeout.
5: This is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. On behalf of myself and my entire staff here at Logan River, I would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the golf course and of golf in general. As a thank you, we'd like to extend the 2020 punch pass sale prices through March, 2021. Regular punch passes will be on sale for $250, senior passes for $210. Season range passes and season golf passes are also on sale. Come down and pick up your pass today. Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair, play fast. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove. 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com.
7: My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting nationalguard.com.
2: Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station.
5: Westwood one is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances from 68 teams down to one, all in the same state, every basket, buzzer beater and bracket buster until a champion is crowned who will take home the title tune in to find out all the excitement of March Madness
0: right here on sports talk radio, one Oh six, nine FM 1390 AM the fan.
4: Now is the time to visit with the professionals at Great Basin Graphics for the perfect t shirt or new clothing design for spring. T shirts and employee clothing continue to be a favorite and a great way to advertise your business while on the move. With the best screen printer in town, along with the equipment and knowledge to create custom clothing at great prices, Great Basin Graphics is sure to make you look. Great Basin Graphics will design, screen print, and embroider everything and anything. Google Great Basin Graphics or visit their new location at 966 West 400
10: North. Need a good home power backup plan? Second Sun Solar has a home battery backup solution that helps you take control of the power around you, control your energy consumption, power your home, and keep the lights on during emergencies. Second Sun Solar will install your system and help with tax credits. Act now and save $1,000 off on your purchase when you
4: mention this ad. Call Second Sun Solar today at 435-363-9917 or online at utahsolardirect.com. Ask about a free battery with every solar panel installation
0: job. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Eric Francis and Ajay Salveson. Oh, yeah, I
2: want to know. See, now that our guests are in here, and I think they're curious too, would you rather... Be disgruntled, or Eric, take a lacrosse ball to the Ritz Crackers. <laughs>
1: disgruntled with
2: what, though? Uh, generally, I, like I, I don't life? know. Yeah, sure. Because when you are disgruntled, generally, it's it's a pretty upsetting place to be in. Um, I've been around you, and it's you hurt people's feelings. You hurt my feelings. You make fun of me on the show, and then you allow our text line to go and bully me too. So,
1: but that's just a national pastime. <laughs> So would you rather do that or the lacrosse ball? Um, I'd probably be disgruntled because I would uh, f- I'd like my chances of turning that around quickly.
2: Crossball probably. Actually I've, I've <laughs> felt one of the crossballs. At balls. risk of That's permanent true. damage from There's the other permanent damage. <laughs> There's <laughs> I've uh, so I've always watched the game of lacrosse. I've never understood how someone can catch a ball with a stick, control it while getting whacked in the face, the arms, the legs. And the Ritz crackers probably, and still have the focus to throw the ball to accurately to another stick.
1: It is amazing. It is one of the most impressive sports I've ever seen. Next to Quidditch, it's fun to watch. Very physical. Uh, you can, you can hit guys with your stick. It is, you know, no, no problem. Oh man, I cheap shot so much though.
2: <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna have our next. That's game. a hard
1: ball. I mean, it, it bounces. Oh dude, yeah, it bounces, but it's too. hard. Yeah, like for uh, our dog, it's a. We have a bigger dog. That's like the one ball I can toss around with her that she doesn't just destroy. So You throw the, we went to the, sporting you throw store. the lacrosse ball at your dog. Yes, I went to the sporting goods store and bought a couple of lacrosse balls. PETA's on line does not, one. You
2: want to take that phone call?
1: I don't throw it at her. Yeah.
2: Okay. ball chase ball. <laughs> she,
1: That's what she does. She doesn't destroy go it. Go home
2: disgruntled? You're a fetch <laughs> dog. She's,
1: she's not a disgruntled puppy when we're doing that. No. So. <laughs>
2: Eric, excited about our next guest, though. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, so
1: lacrosse is fun. You know, we've we've had opportunities uh, over the last, I don't know, long time to talk about lacrosse at different phases as it was kind of a growing club sport. And then we had some really good club teams here that would win state titles, would go and compete at different tournaments uh, in the West and perform really well. And it's a, it's a sport that's become a sanctioned sport from UHSAA uh, for both boys and girls, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so, we've got a couple of the coaches in here. The they're, they're, season is young. It's just starting. Um, they're starting to get into region play. And uh, kind of excited to see where things are at. And last year, their season was taken away from them. So, yeah, let's talk some lacrosse. Absolutely. Let's do it. So, Troy Oldham, uh, we've had you here. You're a friend of the program. You've been on with us before. Uh, you've done a lot with um, Green Canyon. Yep. With uh, the Green Canyon Lacrosse Club. But uh, you're not here alone. Um You brought somebody with you who's also kind of new to the Valley, sort of, but not sort of, with his own experience as well. Uh, Is it Bo? Correct. Bo Olson. So, And you're with uh, Logan, is that correct? I am. Awesome. So uh, thank you guys for coming down, first of all. Yeah, you bet. But um, Troy, let me ask you first, just uh, how long has lacrosse been a sanctioned sport now? For UHSAA. Uh, in the state well, yeah. So,
12: so last year was the first year that it was a sanctioned sport. So, um, so they, really, this is the first year. Yeah, this, this is the first sport. year we 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 our team got one game against Lone Peak down down south. They're they're probably they would have, if the season would have gone, they probably would have been first or second in the state. Wow. And uh, we came off of a loss on that, ready to just kind of build and build, and then boom, COVID hit. So we we got one game. We did get a chance to um, at the end of the season. Um, once the governor kind of made some changes to like have a little bit, a few more um, uh, kids on the field and a few more people around, we did hold a tournament. So we got those seniors a chance to play just a couple of like short tournament games. But other than that, yeah, it, it, our first season was kind of a flush.
1: And so, uh, Bo, you're you're newer at Logan, but were you here last year or is this your first year at Logan?
13: No, I was uh, here last year and same kind of situation. We played American Fork last year, got... Pretty handled by that team, but then we had we actually got two games. Uh, we played UMA, Utah Military Academy, and, and got a nice win. And then we were slotted to play Brighton, and and everything shut down. So yeah, it is it is year one almost. A, qu- a
2: question for both of you. We'll start with you, Bo. The sport of lacrosse has grown rapidly in the state of Utah. It is incredible, um, especially here in Cache Valley. Can you talk about the talent that is in the state of Utah that might be hidden or a quote unquote secret? to the rest of the country or do you feel like that talent has shown out to the rest of I mean colleges who might be recruiting for kids and might look at the state of Utah
13: right well if you uh if you look up Bubba Fairman at Maryland and watch him as we call lay the wood uh that's I think Utah lacrosse is physicality we love to to play hard and and when I was down in St. George coaching down there we had a comp team um that would play in in the end um I forget the name now, um, Vegas, the Vegas league and those Vegas kids would always talk about how hard the Utah kids hit. And I think that's my favorite part about Utah lacrosse that, the other, you know, colleges and, and, and other people see that, that physicality that we bring, because, you know, when I started playing lacrosse at, at Mountain Crest in the early two thousands, I was a football kid and lacrosse was just another chance for us football kids to go hit people. <laughs> so we loved it. And I think that's true. Around the state as well. Was your coach Doug Snow? Uh, for football, yes, he was. Who was your coach for lacrosse? Uh, his name was uh, Spencer Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Spanish cool. teacher.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, for you, Troy, again, well, I mean, just uh, the competitiveness and the growth of lacrosse here in the state of Utah. Do you feel like it's
12: getting the respect that it deserves? Or do you feel like it's getting there? Um, well, I think one of the first things that happened in the state of Utah to really make significance for lacrosse is when the University of Utah became a D1 NCAA team. So there's only one of a few in the West. Denver University of Denver is a big is a big powerhouse. Usually always in the top ten, top twenty, um, and having Utah come into the into the NCAA as a D1 team, and they brought one of the best coaches in the country, Brian Holman, hmm. came from North Carolina. He was probably he was the uh, offensive coordinator when they won the national championship. Um, so it really made a big a big kind of a exclamation point for lacrosse in the state of Utah, and then. All, all the kids playing, all the high school. It just kind of almost felt like it validated us. And guys like Bubba going off, and then also uh, Dodd. What was Brandon. Brandon Dodd, who from Logan? He's playing at Air Force, and just oh wow, just, just ripping people up there too. And so we've had uh, Utah has had some really good showings, um, and now there's this great aspiration of being able to possibly get a D1 opportunity to play. Um, you know, but at the same time, BYU has had national championship after national championship in the MCLA. Um, University of uh, Utah State won that a couple years ago in the Division II. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's really it's come on, and it's kind of the, the fact that the upper level of the school is um, there, it's kind of legitimized it. And then also last year, um, the PLL, the Professional Lacrosse League, which is the pros, they played at Zion Stadium. Uh, unfortunately, we, nobody could go watch them because uh-huh. it was during COVID, but the best of the best at a professional level played here in Utah last year and, uh, and that, that really puts a big kind of you know, punch to the, to the sport in a very positive That's way.
1: That's awesome. The, with this, as the sport is growing, uh, certainly there's got to be a, a youth league, right, to, to teach the, the sport, to help them understand what it is. Uh, how much of that is going on, or how much or, or are you as coaches, you're, there's a responsibility to go recruit and try to fill a roster? Uh, how much is it there, and you have to you have to make tough decisions about who can and can't be on your team versus it's still a young team, and I got to figure out how to fill the roster up.
13: Yeah, so there there is a little league program in the valley. Um, I am lax lacrosse, intermountain lacrosse that they run, um, but at Logan we we don't have a lot of kids kind of coming up through the program, so I really put it on my seniors to go recruit a lot of multi sport athletes at Logan, and I, I told my captains you know, both years, I've said, you need to go get athletes. And uh, they did that. We got, you know, D1 recruit Wyoming football player, JJ Sargent to come play for oh, wow. us. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I have to do a lot of recruiting, um, but it's fun. I think that's a lot of fun as a coach to go out and, and tell athletes, like, hey, do you want to, here, take this metal stick and go sword fight that guy. <laughs> hit him. Hit him. And, you know, athletes love to come out and they, they get a – they get a taste in their mouth for it, and they just love it. I've I've never had a kid come out to lacrosse and and not love it. You know, they they fall in love with it, and they keep playing, and they keep playing, and even guys like me, I still will suit up and find men's leagues because
12: it's just
2: fun. Man, I gotta I get sorry, Eric. I gotta You're ask good. you both. What is the adjustment period for a multi sport athlete who is maybe joining lacrosse as a newbie? What is that? What is the hardest thing for them to adjust to, and what is something that is easy for them to adjust to from being a, from a different sport to being a new lacrosse player,
12: yeah, I'll jump into that because I've got I've got multiple ones. I got basketball players, some soccer players, some football players, some wrestlers have all just, you know jo- just joined up. The number one thing is the stick skills. Um, a lot of the the intensity that comes from football, the ability to play a two man game, uh, pick and rolls like you see in basketball. If you're a soccer player, you kind of get the way the field works with middies and attackmen. It's really the stick skills, and 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 we've had a couple of kids join the program in the last year or two, and you can tell just night and day the ones who are outside of practice hitting a wall, playing catch um, are the ones that are now on our varsity team playing and getting good time, um, even if they can hit big or they can you know they're fast. If they can get that stick skills that that or work on those, it's really evident in in obviously their playing time and contribution to the team, wow. but. But yeah, it's a great transition sport for a lot of those other teams. And like, you know, like Bo said, being able to bring in a, a great football player and get him involved in the program kind of pumps everybody else up because they're like, wow, you know, they're I'm playing this great athlete and and my stick skills may be better, but man, he's faster or he really knows how to set defense and hold and, and I can learn from that.
1: What was it like a year ago um, that <clears throat> all the prep seasons taken away and just trying to deal with those kids, especially your, your seniors that had it taken away? I mean, how hard was that? I know, I know we're kind of rolling back to previous com- part of the conversation, but just how hard was it as as coaches to try to work with those guys and just deal with what your situation was and try to make your way through it?
13: Well, it was devastating. You know, I, I still have nightmares about looking into my senior's eyes and having to tell them like your season's over and it, you know, it's not, it's through no fault of your own. It, it's just the way it is. And and it was so disheartening, you know, they, they just kind of they were done. Um, fortunately, though, like we, we jumped on the ball pretty quick. We started talking about, well, what do we do if this, is, this isn't this is going to happen? And, you know, Skyview and Green Canyon took the ball, and they went rolling on that summer tournament they, would ever, they were able to have. I mean, it wasn't any kind of replacement, but at least those seniors were able to have some lacrosse um,
12: their senior year. Um, yeah, one of, you'd ask a question about the, the youth leagues. Um, I I coached 5th graders, 6th graders, 7th and 8th graders, ninth graders, all the way to varsity. And a lot of these kids, I got to coach when they were in 5th and 6th grade. Watch them come up, watch how hard they worked, how much they love the sport. And then right as we get a sanctioned team, and I mean, I made a whole life change. So I can coach, right? And coach and teach and everything. And boom, on that day, like you said, it was a, it was a gut punch to pull those su- seniors in and say, Guys, it's uh, all your work is. Uh, it's not going to go nowhere. There's still you can go play college and club stuff, but this year's not happening. And there's a lot of tears. There's a lot of anger. Um, uh, but what I was proud of the, the the boys that they did is they stayed on their their workouts. They they'd still you'd still see them up at the field just with their masks on and two people because we had to restrict that. They're up there playing catch and shooting and everything. And it's kind of one of like Bo was saying. It's one of those things that get in your blood, and it's hard to just walk away from it. And it's one of those sports too that. That like both saying, like you can put your helmet on and go play in a men's league. Um, I didn't get to do that after football, with football after high school, um, but I played in college. I then when I was in grad school, I was able to jump in a club down in Arizona. When I moved to Seattle, I was able to get in a club, and now I'm able to coach. It kind of is that cool lifetime thing. So that's what I'm telling the kids, like, okay, hey, this is a year, it's a blip, but man, you can give back to the, the program, you can play it in college, you can do some things like that. So uh, anyway, so it was tough. It was super tough.
2: What is the off-season program like? How do you have them train, lift, X? Ex- I mean, what is the off-season program like to get ready for a lacrosse season, if that makes sense?
13: Yeah, so I, I'm, you know, we're both football coaches, so obviously we're pushing multi-sport um, athletes. And I, you know, other than that though, I at Logan, I have a fall ball program. My associate head coach, Case Case Casen Eggers, excuse me, he runs fall ball for kids that aren't involved. Hmm. In other sports, um, just getting on the grass, throwing around. But you know, like Troy was saying, wall ball, hit the wall, pass. Keep those stick skills sharp, because that is to a lacrosse player as running is to every other athlete. You have to be able to to manage those stick skills. And and you know, weight room, weight room's big for us too at Logan. Um, I think for a lot of programs, weight room is kind of a new thing. Um, with it being club before, you know, they didn't have a lot of access to. The things that we have access to now as a sanctioned sport, so getting those kids to lift. There, there's there's some lacrosse players that think, well, I don't have to lift I, as long as my stick skills are top notch. But then they go out and they break their collarbone. So definitely weight room and wall ball, I think, mm-hmm. are the two biggest off season preps for me.
12: Yeah, no, I'd agree with that too. And, and and we can see it in the kids that lifted through the off seasons or who played a second sport. They'll step into our winter our winter workouts, and it's it's just. They just move into it. The ones who didn't hit the weight room are the ones that are like you're like saying they getting bounced around pretty hard. And it's kind of cool to watch them now come to us and say, "Hey, what can we be doing in the off season?" Where before it was like, "You got to do this, you got to do this." And now we got you know, these great athletes that are joining our programs, and they're already built. They're you know they have good good um, uh, muscle tone, and 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 the kids now like, yeah, I want that because that kid hit me and it took me out of my shoes. So now I want, you know, what can I do there? So it's great how these different sports are leading into it and like both said with the schools and the resources that they have, the kids being able to hit the weight room and be involved in other sports. I think it's just going to continue to make the sport even better and better.
1: Hey, you guys uh we got to take a time out. You guys okay you to stick around? stick around for a little bit still? Great. I think you have still got a lot yeah, more absolutely. questions than I to do.
2: So I got to know what it feels like to get hit by a lacrosse ball in the Ritz Crackers? Yeah, well, I don't I think he's good enough that he can catch it before it gets there. I wouldn't be but I just want to know if he cried.
12: I've seen what that looks like. You don't want that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I want stories. <laughs> All right, we're going to call time out here in the Full Court Press. More about lacrosse here in, uh, with Region 11. With it, it's, really, it's a new sport, so we'll more updates on that, what's going on with these teams, and what the region looks like coming up next in the Full Court Press.
6: The Cache Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, presented by Anderson Seaton Garden. This Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Eye Center in North Logan, Friday 10 to 8, Saturday 9 to 6. This year's show is bigger than ever, with hundreds of local businesses helping to make your home and yard look better than ever. Free parking, easy access, and so many ideas at this year's Cache Valley Home and Garden Show. This Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Eye Center. Don't miss this year's show.
7: It's time to vote for the Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher.
11: Best of Northern Utah. Vote
7: every day through March 29th at bestofnorthernutah.com. Best
11: of Northern Utah. Let
7: your voice be heard and reward your favorite local businesses in and around Cache Valley. Best
11: of Northern Utah. Vote now at
7: bestofnorthernutah.com. It's the 2021 Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Vote now through March 29th.
11: Of
0: Utah.
5: There's one machine that's changed motorcycling in America. It's a bike that put the whole world on two wheels. We're talking about the Honda Super Cub. The Honda Super Cub was the right bike at the right time, and now it's back in a thoroughly modern version. The right bike for the way we ride today. Check one out at Cash Honda. Sure, you'll love the classic look. But underneath the timeless bodywork, it's packed with plenty of modern features, like a 125cc fuel-injected engine that delivers loads of performance and reliability. Add a 4-speed semi-automatic transmission, and you get a super fun ride that lets you shift with your left foot just like a traditional motorcycle. There's no clutch to worry about, just tow and go. The Super Cub has great stopping power, thanks to the standard anti-braking system. Other modern features include LED lighting, smart key ignition, and even an electric seat opener. So check out the Honda Super Cub today at Cash Honda at the light in Hyde Park. Keep on going, little Honda. Here's Chad Norton, the Lawn Doctor, with a tip for your lawn.
8: With warmer temperatures and no snow on the ground, green grass might be here sooner than ever. We are excited to offer a new two-service soil enrichment program to improve water retention, reduce compaction, stimulate root growth, and increase nutrient and fertilizer uptake, resulting in a healthier lawn this summer. Sign up early and get the second service half
5: off. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com. When you need home medical equipment, travel no further. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. We have some
13: big news. We just opened a brand new location in Draper, just east of I-15. Our new store is staffed with professionally trained respiratory therapists, a full inventory, and only the highest quality products. At Alpine Home Medical, we accept most major insurances. So come see us today. You're our number one priority. Or
0: visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball Team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan.
1: Eric Franson, and Aj Salvison here on the Full Court Press, talking about lacrosse. Uh, the season is underway. Uh, we've been having fun talking about how kind of the sport came to be in this area, how it's grown. But let's talk about what's happening now. Yeah, let's talk into now the season. I think what you said, uh, Troy. Your guys
2: are four games into the season now, right?
12: Yeah, yeah. We're we just um, finished a game against Waterford earlier this week, so we're three and one. Um and we have our first home opener um against Logan on uh, tomorrow.
2: Oh, that's awesome! You know, do you guys play? I mean, is that under the lights? Are these night games, day games, or how does that work with? So,
13: so the w- the way the region scheduled it is varsity plays at five, and then JV will follow. Follow, okay. Sometimes there's changes based on you know agreements, but yeah, that's the standard schedule: varsity okay. five, JV after.
1: Do you normally play on the school's football field? Or are there other venues, other places where you play?
13: Yeah, it just depends on the school. Like, we're both on the turf. Um, I think Mountain Crest, Skyview is all on turf. Ridgeline, Ridgeline too. Um, I believe um, Bear River plays on the middle school. But, yeah, yeah it just kind of depends school to school. We played on some gnarly grass fields in preseason. <laughs> <so.
2: laughs> but tell us, if you could, about the, your yeah, team. I know you kind of you walked into a situation that may have been a little bit tough, so you're trying to regrow it um with you know good talent I mean you talk about the sergeant kid and trying to bring energy and life back into the team are you seeing it start to come back and what have you seen out of your team so far
13: yeah so our face-off guy Cole Hoagland he's number one in the state right now he's he's killing it so it's uh it's fun to uh see him he's kind of a, a kid that's grown up in the program uh Cameron Cottle on defense is is awesome Daxton Daniels Kyle Humphrey's Um, on our offensive side of the field and we've you know we've got Matt Mason who's who's coming from football too and yeah the rebuilding is happening a couple shaky games in the in the in the first part of preseason just because of those stick skills like we've talked about Um, but we're excited going into region I mean Green Canyon they're good they're awesome they've always been a good program and it's always fun to to go play them and to really get that test to see if if you're on that level.
2: Coach, you guys are obviously familiar with a lot of success. You guys have, you know, as he said, kind of got yourself off to a great start so far, 3-1. and one. Uh, What have you seen on your team so far in, in preparing, for, preparing for Logan?
12: Yeah, I mean, I think we uh, um, we had a, a tough game a couple weeks ago. We played Corner Canyon, yeah. number one team in the state. Cool. Um, I mean, I've coached at the college, junior, high school level. I've never seen a team that was as as dailed, as, as nailed in, like Coach was saying, about catching and passing, and they just – uh, so it was a it was a bit of a humbling for us, but it also, just like anything, um, you know, we we come back, analyze film, we meet with our captains, we go through everything, and we looked at it as a, as a great learning experience. And so um, I think we're uh, you know we we have a lot of great talent. I've got a lot of returning players. Players have played for you know six, seven, eight years. I got Jake Lundeen, um, football basketball guy. Jake Brigan, um, he's been playing for lacrosse for probably six or seven years. Mason Anderson. Uh, one of our lead attacks. I, I I actually believe he'll be one of the top attacks in the state once the stats start to roll. Wow. He just signed a a, a division two um, scholarship full scholarship with Adams State in Colorado. Wow. Um, and so he's super excited about his senior year and um, you've got a couple guys that ca- joined us two or three years ago, uh, two f- big football players, uh, Dusty Gassaway and Jackson Curtis, and those guys work so, so, so hard in the off season and and um, they're just they're just threats in their own in their own way. so, uh, you know, I was mentioning kind of the off hours, sort of like driving a, a super hot rod, like you got all this power, but you know, it, it, the real thing is how can they play on the field? And, and that's kind of what we're working out in the, in the preseason and seeing if we can tighten that machine up a little bit.
1: How would you assess where region 11 is as a region with the, with all the schools that are involved as it being a new sport compared to maybe some of the others that you have to kind of go up against in the state?
12: Uh, I think pretty good. I, I, you know, one of the things was cool and I start seeing the schedules come out, like there's not a team here afraid to play another team in the South. Like, you know, Park City is always going to be good. Brighton, Lone Peak, Corner Canyon, they're just, they have great tradition. They've, they're, 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 great programs. And, um, you know, we all kind of pick the teams we want to play and have gone down and, um, and worked with them and we, and you just learn. Um, but I really think that, uh, our region can hang with any region. I really do. I think we have the talent. I think we have, we have great coaches. It's so, it's so cool to see, what Bo's doing with Logan, um, uh, uh, Kyle Bland at, at Skyview, he played for me for a few years, loves the game like I mean, just as deep as he loves the game. And so he's he's a young professional that's taken time out to be a coach. Clay Christofferson, who's at Logan, is now at Ridgeline and it's just it's just cool to see the the, the region up here is is just strong and, and Bear River it comes out of nowhere, having not a program for many years, and they're they're a great team and and um, they they just have a lot, a lot of great athletes, so I, I really think any of the any of the teams in in our region could can go down and, and go toe to toe with with any of the teams in the south.
2: Coach, hold on, forgive me. I think we've asked you before on this, but can you explain the state tournament or how that works? Is I mean, do you play anybody in the state, or is that like one big group? Is it RPI? Or how does it work?
12: Yeah, so it'll be it'll be similar to how it worked in the Intermountain Lacrosse League. At okay. least I think for this next year, they said so they'll pick out the top sixteen teams um, based on RPI. And then, uh, and that'll be a class A, and then they'll drop to, um, the next, which will be a class B. So the next 16 teams, and then everybody else will be a class C, and they'll all, they'll all drive for a state championship. But wow. Yeah. So there, there would be three state championships, not like it is now 6A, 5A, 4A, but it's more of a one A, a B, and C. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Um, I
1: was, uh, I had a thought and it just escaped. Me. Great. I will <laughs> ask you a question while you're getting your thought together. <laughs> yeah, thank um you.
2: but do you guys as both coaches in an honest in an honest answer here, feel like Regional 11 can be compete with some of the best, I mean Corner Canyon, those kind of teams. Do you guys feel like you're getting there to where you can compete with the best teams in the state of Utah?
13: Yeah, absolutely. Um you know, there's always that stigma I think most of us grew up in this valley. I was gonna say, yeah, the, that northern
2: Utah stigma where they can't compete with Utah County South and, and right. all
13: that. And and it's it's fun to go prove that wrong. Even when I was at Mountain Crest, that was those were some of my favorite games in football and lacrosse. I remember my senior year, we played uh, Northridge in the second round. They were undefeated. We weren't. They slept on us, and we we beat them triple overtime. So there there is that that opportunity of the rest of Utah saying, well, Cash Valley doesn't matter, but they're wrong. And we go out and we bring our athletes, and and we always hit harder. I've always noticed that when we play teams in uh, Salt Lake, Provo area, we always come out more physical, So wh- whether that's any team from the Valley.
1: Troy Oldman and uh, Bo Olson from uh, uh, Green Canyon and Logan High School Lacrosse, respectively. Uh, uh, the question I was going to ask, was uh, you're four games into the season. How long does the regular season go, um, uh, before you start getting into a postseason?
12: Um, it'll run up until the 12th of May. Um, and we have games right up until I think the 10th. Um, it's a little, a little intense. It's uh, you usually have a game on a Wednesday and a Friday, and so you're playing two games a week. Uh, we'll play every game in the every team in the region twice, and then we get to pick up a handful of other teams of of non-conference or non-region teams.
1: And so, um, so I guess just to piggyback off of that is, um, is it just all like we've seen with some other sports where you host, everybody plays one game at home and one game on the road against other yes. region opponents. Yeah, exactly. Pretty yep. standard fare with as far as schedule. yeah.
12: I mean, some of the some of the teams that we picked up in the early season, we we go we go season to season. So like we played Corner Canyon with the agreement that they'll come play here this uh, next year and we'll go down Brighton on Tuesday and agreement they'll come here next year.
2: Uh, Last question for me, how do we find your guys' schedule? I mean, how can we find you guys and keep up to date with you guys and whatnot?
13: Well, for Logan, um, our schedule's on the website for Logan High, or you can uh, follow us on social media, uh, Logan Boys Lacks on Instagram. And uh, my parent rep, Kathleen Cottle, she does a really good job of uh, keeping everyone informed.
12: Awesome. Yeah. Kind of same thing on the Green Canyon website. Um, Our, we're pretty active on social media. We have um, uh, our, our Instagram ha- handle is GCHS underscore lax. And um, follow us there. And then Mick Sampson is our team mom. And she's kind of the person who has all the knowledge and all the power. But we just do what she tells us to do because she does such a great <laughs> job. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, that really brings up a, a last question for me too. Just that parent support, the community support for your teams and how important that is, especially with it being a new sport getting that buy-in and that connectivity and creating that sense of team on in a relatively new sport that it is, especially if you're pulling guys from other, other sports, saying, wait, now this is lacrosse. This is how we do it. I mean, what kind of effort does that take from a head coach and just others that you find to help put that all together?
12: Um, Yeah, I'll just jump in this uh, for green Canyon. We, we're pretty fortunate in that we've had a, a kind of a long-standing tradition of, of our junior program and some incredible people like Mick Sampson, Diana Cannell um, that have kind of worked through the whole process and brought a lot of kids up so by the time I get them for the most part I'm they're pretty bought in the program they're they're very willing to help out and then um, some of the other athletes the newer ones that join a little bit later as they sit down against the parents and sit in the stands they're all like hey this is how we do it you know we do rowdy right we're we really encourage the players. Um, we have great coaches and everything, and it kind of becomes a cool community feel. And um, and and I think they assimilate into the program pretty quickly.
13: Yeah, I uh, I ask a lot of my parents because I just want to coach lacrosse. I don't want to do any administrative stuff. But you know, <laughs> you do what you have to. But I mean, it's it's it takes a village, and I think that's true for for this kind of sport. You've got stats. You've got in-line runners, you got camera crew, clock crew, and without that parent support, like you can't really run a season. So, my parents at Logan they do an awesome job. They are so dedicated. Um, they're so involved with uh, their boys' success and uh, and and you know keeping in touch with the coaches and, and letting us know that you know our boy their boys appreciate us and and all that good stuff. So I you know if you're a parent out there, be involved in your kid's sports because your coaches. They they really appreciate it when you are.
1: Uh, great point. Uh, guys, thanks so much for coming down. Bo Olson with Logan High. Uh, welcome back to Cash Valley. Good to have uh, a homegrown coach here in the mix. And Troy Oldham, I know you've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to grow the sport in the Valley as well at uh, Green Canyon. So best of luck to both of you guys as your seasons are uh, taking off. And, uh, and best of luck as the region gets going as well.
12: Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Yeah.
1: All right, Troy Oldham and Bo Olson, quick timeout and some final thoughts here in the Full Court Press.
5: This year, celebrate your anniversary with diamond jewelry from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamonds are a lasting gift and will be passed to future generations. When you shop our store, you'll enjoy a large selection of diamond bands, diamond pendants, and diamond earrings. Or perhaps this is the year to remount your diamond in a new one-of-a-kind wedding ring. Design it yourself and have one of our goldsmiths make the perfect ring. If you're in the market, come today. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers middle of the block
9: at the sign of the clock Hi, my name is Josh Watts, and for three generations, Preston Watts Collision Glass has taken care of all your collision and auto glass needs. Windshield replacement is just one of our specialties. We have certified technicians in the most competitive prices in the valley. We will waive up to $100 off your insurance deductible, give you free rock chip repairs, and to top it off, we will wash your vehicle inside and out with your windshield replacement. Give us a call at 563-3215. At Preston Watts, we do it right. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's Punch Passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the Pro Shop today. Birch Creek's Punch Passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount Punch Pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. The
10: Spice on Ice team at the Eccles Ice Center has been working hard to bring you an amazing virtual auction full of fun and useful items for the entire family. With the help of the Malou Foundation, you can bid on items that would have been available at this year's Spice on Ice auction. The annual Spice on Ice event and auction raises funds for the Eccles Ice Center. Due to COVID-19, this year's event is cancelled and critical funds will be lost. Without your help and donations, the Eccles Ice Center may not be able to keep all programs available throughout the year. Please go to Ecclesice.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. The Spice on Ice fundraiser auction will start Thursday, March 25th at 10 a.m. and finish Saturday, March 27th at 6 p.m. You must go to Ecclesice.com and follow the Malou Foundation auction link to create an account allowing you to bid on all items. For questions, concerns, or if you need help joining the auction, please call 787-2288, extension 222.
7: When it's time for a new 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 haircut? Don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan.
0: The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com.
1: Hey, big thanks to Troy Oldham and Bo Olson coming down telling us about the Green Canyon and Logan lacrosse seasons that are coming up. Well, they're underway. Exciting. It's always fun to hear about these new things as they grow and develop and take off. It's fun. We love doing those interviews. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thanks to those guys. Thank you. By the way, 5763 did text in earlier. If I were hitting the Ritz crackers, I would be disgruntled. Sounds like a lose-lose. You'd dismember too, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be talking about some uh, boys volleyball tomorrow and previewing the Utah Jazz. We'll see you then.